Hello and welcome to the Art Engager podcast with me, Claire Baum. I'm here to share techniques and tools to help you engage with your audience and bring art, objects and ideas to life. So let's dive into this week's show. Hello and welcome back to the Art Engager podcast. I'm your host, Claire Bowne of Thinking Museum, and this is episode 35. So it's so good to be back. I hope you've all had a refreshing and relaxing break over the festive period. It's really nice to be back here talking to you. Happy New Year. I hope you had fun with the three different winter slow looking activities that I shared in the last episode. That's episode 34. But today we're going to do something different. We're going to explore nine different ways that art can make you a better writer. But before we start, I wanted to take a very quick look back at 2021 and a look forward at what's to come in 2022. Now, we all know there were continuing challenges last year, so I was really grateful that I was able to launch this podcast, launched last April, and since then we've had 35 episodes and we're now being listened to all over the world. It's fantastic. I also had the chance last year to collaborate with some amazing guest teachers, some of whom were on the podcast, uh, all of whom led masterclasses as well in their field of expertise. We had classes ranging from uh, topics like how to use your voice, mindful looking, trauma sensitive mindfulness, slow looking and empathy, and also dementia friendly approach to art. All of these classes and those from the year before are now in my membership program library, along with 12 more thinking routine classes that I taught last year and four mini courses. So it was a busy year, a busy year in the membership. And last year, I was so delighted that the membership community continued to grow, continued to blossom. And it's a real pleasure teaching live classes to this group every week. Also in 2021, I taught my course, my VTMO course, three times in the past year. And I also launched a new asynchronous program, the Thinking Museum Self-Paced Program, which you can use to learn in your own time. I facilitated many trainings online too, teams all over the world from museums in different parts of different countries. And I even managed some in-person trainings in autumn, just before we got locked down again. So I'm really excited what's to come in 2022. I've got a host of exciting new courses and classes for you all, all to help you engage your audiences with art and ideas. And yeah, in January in the membership, we've got a masterclass on finding your personal facilitator style. So all about finding about what's unique about the way you facilitate discussions. And I'm starting my popular four-part course, Art and Words, on the 20th of January. So it's a four-part course and it's been thoroughly updated for 2022. Now, a few changes Masterclasses and courses will now only be available in the membership. Previously, you could buy a place, a limited place as a non-member. But this year, if you want to sign up for a masterclass, you can do so by joining the membership. It's very easy to sign up and you have no minimum membership period. 
Now, also a change for 2022, my VTMO course, that's my Visible Thinking course, will be offered as a standalone course only. It's not in the membership and it will only run twice. It will run in March and September. So do get on the wait list now if you want to be the first to enrol. There's only a limited number of places. I'll put a link in the show notes. And finally, I'm saying this out loud. This is the year I'm writing my first book. So now you can all hold me accountable and do watch this space for details. So wishing you the sparkliest of years. Here's to 2022. So now that we've wrapped up, let's get on with today's episode. So today we're exploring nine different ways that looking and discussing art can make you a better writer. Now, throughout the ages, looking at art and discussing art has been a unique way of finding inspiration and finding creativity. And if you go back as far as the Greeks, you can find examples of writing inspired by art. It's called ekphrasis, which literally means a literary description of or commentary on a visual work of art. And art has been a frequent source of inspiration for many writers and poets over the centuries. Remember John Keats with his Ode on a Grecian Urn? That's a famous example. And William Blake, one of my favourites, said that poetry and art are ways to converse with paradise. But how does this work for us, mere mortals, not John Keats or William Blake, mere mortals with an interest in improving our creative or reflective writing? So in this week's episode, I'm exploring nine quickfire ways that looking at and discussing art can make you a better writer. So here we go. The first one is art helps us to slow down. So when we slow down, we start to look closely at what we see. And art and any creative works are made to hold our our attention. They're made to engage us. Now, developing the practice of slow looking will help you to notice more. You'll notice how you can be more attentive to your environment. You'll notice how you can see beyond first impressions, look a little deeper and so on. And when you're doing this, when you're looking slowly and carefully, it naturally leads us to reflect and to wonder and to ponder. And this reflection leads to new insights and ideas. And these perspectives offer us rich and deep material for writing too. So slow looking at art offers us inspiration and ideas for writing. Number two. Looking at and discussing art will train your eye. So we know that looking at art improves your visual acumen. It makes you more alert. It makes you more aware, makes you more attentive to details in all aspects of your personal and work life too. And if you practice looking at art regularly, we all know our observation skills will noticeably improve your ability to describe and use descriptive language will also get better because you're noticing more details and you're finding more precise ways to describe what you see. Number three, 
Looking at art can help us to make interpretations. So once we've observed the artwork fully and slowly and carefully, we can then begin to make interpretations or inferences about what is happening. These interpretations draw on the observations we've already made and they invite us to think about what we've already seen and observed. We often ask as a question, what do you think is going on? Or what is the story here? And this part is all about thinking creatively and coming up with plausible ideas, maybe some hypotheses about the artwork. The observation and interpretation parts leaves you buzzing with ideas and thoughts. And this, in turn, provides a great springboard for writing prompts or exercises. Number four, looking at art can help to develop vocabulary and descriptive language. So when we describe an artwork, we're often using descriptive language to try and evoke an image of the artwork in someone's mind. And descriptive writing makes use of precise language. We're often looking for the right noun, the right adjective, the right verb, something that will give life to the image you are trying to describe in someone's mind. Now, I'll often ask participants to look for categories of words when observing and describing too. So sometimes we look for nouns, adjectives or verbs, or we try to be as specific and descriptive as possible when describing colours, shapes and lines. And I often say, think about how you might be describing them to someone who's on the telephone, someone who can't see what they're looking at. And this helps people to be as precise as possible. Now, you can also make long descriptive inventories of the artwork when you're observing. And descriptive language also helps us make use of the senses, which we'll come to in a moment. And figurative language, so colour, symbol, image and creative comparisons. These are great thinking routines to use with artworks to encourage metaphorical thinking too. Number five. Looking at art helps us to learn how to engage with different perspectives. So once we've observed and analysed an artwork, we can then perhaps choose the artist, a person or an object or animal in the image to step inside. And you can use this stepping inside to engage in discussion or writing from the perspective of that character. You're literally stepping inside their shoes and seeing things through their eyes. And through this process, you can consider different experiences and viewpoints that you discover by stepping inside a character. Number six, inspiration. So taking yourself off to a museum or going online to take part in an art discussion will allow you to get out of a rut and get inspired. And we all know that museums are great for inspiration. So allow yourself to get immersed in some artworks. Think about what might be happening. Let your eyes and your mind wander freely. Choose any artworks that you are curious about or ones that draw you in. And we know that looking at art slowly and carefully, either on your own or as part of a group, can help to dissolve writer's block 
and will foster creativity. Number seven, looking at works of art can improve our sensory perception. So looking at and discussing art stimulates the senses in many ways and can also help us to work on our descriptive language skills. So stepping inside an image and being able to describe what you saw, you heard, you smelt, you felt, or you tasted is a great way to brainstorm ideas for sensorial descriptions. Or you could even write down 50 words for each artwork you look at with 10 in, an, in each sensory category. Now, being able to describe how something tastes, smells, sounds or feels rather than the way it looks will really bring your writing to life. OK, moving on to number eight, precision. So looking at and discussing art often involves detective skills. You're investigating, you're finding out and you're discovering answers to questions. Every artwork is full of mystery, intrigue and adventures. So using art as a prompt for writing exercises is a good way to keep asking questions. Questions that you can use in your own writing to dig a bit deeper and wonder aloud. And finally, number nine, develop critical thinking. So looking at art allows you to observe the world more closely. We know that art is detailed, it can be complex, it can be packed with multiple meanings. And the process of observation and interpretation teaches you to look more closely and analyse the world around you. Skills that form the basis of critical thinking. And good writing comes out of good thinking. And of course, artworks are good things to think about. So that's nine ways that looking at and discussing art can make you a better writer. I hope it's given you food for thought. If you're interested in diving a bit deeper into this subject and in learning how to use art to inspire creative and reflective writing, then join me. Join me for my new four-part mini course, Art and Words, starting online on the 20th of January, 2021. 2022, said the wrong date. This online course uses artworks as the inspiration and prompt for creative and reflective writing. There are four classes. We're starting with descriptive writing before moving on to narrative writing, then a whole class on poetry and the last class is on reflective writing. The course is intended for both educators, creatives and writers, anyone who would like to use art to inspire and drive their writing and those of others too. Now, the course is available exclusively in the membership programme, so sign up to the membership to secure your place. I'll put a link in the show notes. Now, thank you for listening today. It's great to be back with a new episode for 2022. And don't forget, before I go, every Friday, all year long, I send out a weekly newsletter full of inspiration and ideas. And the first one for 2022 will be hitting inboxes tomorrow. That's Friday, the 14th of January. And each week I share one thing to watch, one thing to read 
and one to listen to and all the details for upcoming classes and courses. I'll put a link in the show notes so that you can sign up to the TM Weekly too. So that's it for this week. Bye for now. Take care of yourselves and I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Art Engager podcast with me, Claire Bowne. You can find more art engagement resources by visiting my website, thinkingmuseum.com. And you can also find me on Instagram at Thinking Museum, where I regularly share tips and tools on how to bring art to life and engage your audience. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share with others and subscribe to the show on your podcast player of choice. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time.